Thank you for calling Columbia Insurance. Please press zero to speak with the first available agent, or if you know your party's extension, you may dial. Please stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. Columbia Insurance, how may I direct your call? Yeah, can I speak to Ryan, please? Just one moment. This is Ryan. Mr. Anderson, this is Joey Jingola. How you doing, sir? Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. And if I've got different videos, or I don't want like a lead one seeing all those other ones. But I think you, I've learned that if you mark it as unlisted, they can only see that one if you put the link in there, right? That's exactly right. And that's my good buddy, Ryan Anderson, formerly of Columbia Insurance, now Alliance Insurance in Eugene, Oregon, and talking about the idea of just kind of very basic and simple marketing strategies of making sure the right people are able to see the right things and that specific thing being you know an unlisted video on youtube right if you got something that you know you don't maybe necessarily want the entire world to see but you want to create specific messages for leads or for clients or for whatever uh you know you want to maybe hide some of those things from the kind of general channel and it is a very and this is something that you know is not, I mean, common knowledge would be a stretch, uh, you know, but is it unlisted or is it private? And then you find out, you send the private link, it's like, whoa, wait a second, you have to be like logged in, like you have to actually have access to the channel, all things are getting screwed up. And yeah, just an unlisted link. Now, I would say if you've gotten to that point in your marketing life, spend a few bucks, probably maybe get some, maybe get some wisty action in your life, or, or if you really want to, Maybe get a Vimeo channel and just have all of those things live somewhere else, like on another thing, uh, and maybe embed them on your site. Whatever. There's a lot of different choices, but I think I think the entire the general thesis of this entire episode is going to be around: Can you get the right thing in front of the right person at the right time, and how do you how do you ultimately do that, and how do you save time doing that? How do you make it the most effective and efficient thing that you're doing at at the right time? Because there's a lot of wasted marketing energy. Uh, you know, duplicating things and doing it over and over and over and, and, and not being focused enough on on those communications and setting up some kind of basic and simple automations that are always going to go out no matter what, no matter what's going on in the day, no matter who's calling, no matter what fire you're putting out. As the leads are coming in, you're guaranteeing that they get the proper information in front of them at that most immediate, you know, kind of time, right? And that's, I think, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm going to just, I don't know, this, I'm making this up entirely, but let's just assume that that might be one of the most underutilized aspects of, of most agencies, right? There's this, you know, the insurance buying window is, it's very intense and severe at times when it needs to be, right? It's, it's, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Okay. I really have to think about this thing because it's going to happen two weeks from now. Or, you know, it's something that people just continually put off and they find themselves 
more traditionally than not, scrambling at the last minute to absorb and obtain as much information and knowledge as possible. And then it's our job to you know, kind of, in most cases, deal with that and you know maybe cuss them out a little bit just in, you know maybe not not directly but you can hang up the phone and just you know just have a good cuss when you're done uh, it's our job to deal with that but if we have those simple communications and automation set up we don't have to worry about just constantly sending out a bunch of random duplicated emails that's where I'm learning now. I mean, just as I send out random emails to different people that do different things, you know, different contractors, you got a contract that does this and that. I'm going, this is where we're defining the niche and defining that makes it easier because then you can just really hammer out, you know, one template that attacks one spot instead of trying to send out, you know, four emails for this type and three emails for this type. That's yeah. a big time saver when you're just trying to go after one market and then figure out what works from there. But. I mean, let's let's go ahead and sneak in a little niche talk while we're there, Ryan. You brought it up, so we might as well address it. Of course, it makes life exponentially easier if you take the time to really get specific about the type of people you want to do business with. Now, in this case, Ryan's talking about just even within the contractor's niche, the sub-niche of the contractors is, hey, well, is it a roofer? Is it a plumber? Is it a general contractor? Is it I'm running out of contractors? I don't know. Whatever. How specific do you want to get with those people? Because they're going to have ultimately different needs. And I guess how many of those different types of people are you going to come across? And then you start doing the thing in your head where it's like, well, I do like two of those guys a year. Is it, do I, do I have enough of, do I send that email enough to make it a thing? And that's always a good question. I think, I think the better question, I think the easier way to frame it is, do you want to do more of of that business moving forward. Not necessarily if you are doing enough of it now, but is it business that you would like to continue to do? Is it something that is, again, um, you know, something you can do effectively, efficiently, you're good at, you like talking about it, you like doing it, and you ultimately have enough flow or want to or have the ability to attract enough clients. Okay, great. Even more importantly is the ability to say, hey, listen, once you have made such decisions and said, hey, this is my thing, then you can ultimately decide how those communications are going to go out. And it makes it also a lot easier to understand what is going to be communicated because then you can get way more specific. You can, you know, just reference a lot of different things. You It gives a lot more context to the conversation and exactly, you know, what needs to happen to make this thing ultimately happen. And... So I guess if we're talking actual tactics, like the easiest way to do this, the you know the bare bones, I'm I'm the ultimate bootstrapper. You can probably just save like an email template in Outlook or whatever, or just even really basic like a Google Doc, and then copy and paste and just change the the pertinent information, name, date, policy, company, whatever, right? Just few four you know four or five things that are customized, and then you're off to the races. I mean that's fine, that's cool. At least, I mean, I would say that's the probably should be doing that without any excuses right now solution. However, if you want to step it up a notch or two, get some type of, again, system that's going to allow those things to automatically happen when those actions are taken. When those people enter your insurance world, those automations are going to be triggered to where you've identified, again, number is really irrelevant. It's up to you. Uh, you know, the more, I don't want to say the more, the better, but 
again, the more information you can get in front of them, the more touches it's, it's ultimately, again, just keep hearing from them until you convert or you get them to unsubscribe. We, we treat unsubscribes as a bad thing, but ultimately you want to, you want to make them make a decision and you want to, you want to make that happen. Uh, now, obviously you don't want to necessarily blow your chance. If it's a really good, nice, big account, you don't want to be, you know, maybe it's just not the right time in year one and maybe year two, you've got a better shot. I mean, all sorts of factors that's for you to kind of test and feel out. But again, just having the right tools, the next level up from just a simple outlook template would be again, very basic automation, something like a MailChimp, uh, maybe a little bit more advanced, like an active campaign, or if you really want to roll with the big boys, something like a HubSpot or Pardot or any of those types of situations where all of your marketing dreams can come true because then once you have, you know, figured out just the simple logistics and placement of the thing, then you figured out who the messages are and what they're going to be, then you can ultimately really figure out and just dissect the ultimate best time for it to all happen. And then do you know, do you see that your Sunday ones get a lot of reads and everything? I'm not, I mean, I kind of like that, especially when I'm sitting there re- listening to podcasts awake. I'm like, if one person has just like a Sunday one where they bring it all together or something, I'm like, that's pretty smooth. I can watch. Like I got like, and then, yeah, those are just kind of solid. I like that idea. I first, uh, Ryan, I appreciate it. The check is in the mail. If you haven't already, uh, head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter. Uh, get subscribed to the, the Agency Nation newsletter. Spend Sunday mornings with me. Uh, send out you know kind of a uh, what's going on, a recap. Definitely get all of the, the content that has come out in Agency Nation for the weekend and, and my thoughts and make fun of you know the amount of birthday parties that I, I, ha- I have a tendency to attend. Uh, but even more important is, um, you know, Figuring out, you know, when to send that. Ryan's asking, hey, do you get a lot of engagement and you get a lot of people opening it uh, on a Sunday morning? This is something that I have people comment uh, 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 quite a bit on. They always ask me, like, well, why do you send it? Is that on purpose? And, I mean, it's a strange question. Uh, but the answer is yes. Uh, I, You know, it'd be kind of weird to accidentally send an email out, like, for 170 weeks straight at 4.30 a.m. Eastern. But anyways... Um, you know, it's possible, I guess (laughs) I'm an idiot. So here's, this is something I've never really learned this in like a, this isn't like marketing school speak here. This is the way that just my brain makes sense of it. And there's two different kind of initiations to this, right? And using something like a newsletter as the example, uh, when you're communicating to people, I just look at it as, is this something that, uh, is like an ongoing thing. They're just there for the relationship, for the story, for the information on a consistent ongoing basis, in which case it is your job to to kind of find a way to fit that into their life as best as possible, uh, to make it easy for them to consume it, give yourself the best opportunity for that piece of content to be consumed, and then also give them the best opportunity to consume it. That's like one sort of level of thinking so you have to first understand what you're creating. Is it something that is an ongoing reoccurring? So if you're going after those contractors, are you trying to put something in front of them that is the, hey, I'm, I'm in this with you. I understand contracting and here's some thoughts and things that you might want to think about on a regular basis and have that conversation you know, kind of ongoing versus back to that kind of intense, immediate, I really put this off way too long and it's just a ridiculous mess at this point cycle. That is a whole different thing, right? That's 
get this stuff in front of me. You, you just need to take over because I've demonstrated that I am not a responsible human being in this process. And I need you to just kind of assume control of this for me. In which case you become the dictator of the pace and putting that information in front of them, it becomes, you know, kind of a priority at that point and everything else kind of gets pushed aside. So if you have those automations in place and somebody has converted, it's most likely that they're kind of in the moment of this thing, or again, understanding the sales cycle and knowing, knowing that, again, whatever niche, understanding how deep you've gone in that niche will under also inform it and understand the frequency of communication and when that needs to happen. But it's, all, it's safe to possibly assume that you know, that, that, that initial communication, you could just follow up immediately. They've converted, they've become a thing and boom, here's the first thing right, right in front of their face. Then it's, well, how long, you know, how long do they need or do they have generally speaking when they start looking to make a decision? Is this something that you're going to want to pump through in you know, five to seven days, or maybe do you have like maybe a whole month? Maybe it's a 60 day thing. What, what is the time frame? And then you can kind of dictate and ramp up the frequency of communication, but you first you have to make the distinction of, of what, of what the what the kind of initial objective is of the thing that you are sending, and who you're sending it to, because, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts, and there's a lot of just I guess basic kind of technical making sure the right thing is available to the right person in the right place, uh, sort of thing that that you kind of need to first get ironed out, mapped out to be able to even build all of this other stuff upon. But then once you do, it just becomes a pretty simple progression, making you know one small decision after another to where you ultimately have built this thing that is much bigger than your initial intentions and it's happening all the time. And you're always, regardless of what you're doing, getting that right message to the client at the right time. You ever have very specific moments in life where you just know you're an adult and basically all youthful exuberance has been just kind of crushed out of you? I uh, Yesterday was Halloween and, um, and I just had the, the most I'm like an old dude experience that I really never thought I was going to encounter. And it happened suddenly and maybe a little violently. And it just So I installed recently a, a video doorbell, a Nest Hello doorbell a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and my wife took the other three kids out and I was home on baby duty, just hanging out. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. Uh, so anyways, normally, normally everybody in the neighborhood, so we live like in a neighborhood with tons of kids and houses are pretty close and, and everybody just kind of goes, walks around. Not many people actually stay home. Like they just leave the bowls out and whatever, like take two sort of thing, sort of signs. We've never really done the take a sign sort of thing. Anyways, I'm home. I could be passing out the candy. I'm not because that's just, it's just too much. I can't trick or treat. It's like it's like opening the door to a blow dart every time. I don't know. I just didn't want to do it. It's like I'm just gonna leave the bowl out because we've already set the expectation, and I got the little one. You know, who knows? Just too many variables. I'm like, this will be fun though. I can test out the video doorbell and kind of see the shenanigans that ensue, like with just an empty bowl of, you know, just like a big bowl of candy and kids. And normally every year we've got like a lot left over. I'm like, oh wow. Like I can't imagine if I was a kid, this would actually be a thing. And I'm watching it pull out, hey, like the first five minutes, this kid, I mean, he's probably like maybe eight or nine. He's like, oh, great. We can take as many as we want. And he's like, because we didn't have a sign. We don't put a sign. I always feel like that's like cheap. I don't know, like take two. Like you're really going to do it anyway. But this kid is, I'm talking like he went for five handfuls. 
And I could talk to the doorbell. I can just, I can like, I could have said like, "Yo, kid, what are you doing?" And that's when I stopped myself because like, I was like, "Wow, I would have like, that's officially like get off my lawn territory." And I was like, "Man, wow, that would have been hilarious and fun for me." I just, I couldn't do it. Something said, "Don't do it," and I just watched him wipe out basically within the first ten minutes of trick or treating the candy bowl. And I just, I just took it. I took it like a man. I think. But I felt violated on some 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 level. I was like, man, this little kid just really got the best of me. There's really nothing I could do about it. Even though I witnessed the event, it's recorded, I could probably actually find his mom and send it to him. I'm not gonna do that either. I'm just curious, what, what's a moment that you've had where it's just official, you are an adult, and there is no more joy left inside of you? Has it happened? Joey at agencynation.com. I'm curious, that was fun. It's a ridiculous story. Let me know. Uh, if you want to have a glimmer of hope of, of that youthful, joyful exuberance, you probably want to come to Elevate 19. Head over to elevateconference.com, grab your ticket. Advanced ticket sale pricing is only good through the end of November, so you want to make sure you clear the budget, you get all of that taken care of, you have that conversation now, start talking to the boss, say, hey, listen, we probably need to, let's figure this thing out because we want to get the best price on Elevate tickets. Head on over to elevateconference.com. And I look forward to seeing you in New Orleans.